I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Mudster Cast, episode 38. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the MonsterCast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing fine. And for those of you checking out the video, you may notice something a little different. Uh, <laughs> Mike's dog has something to say about it. But if you do, let us know. Uh, if not, this is going to be the new norm. People listening in audio, nothing has changed. That is right. Yeah, we're, we're changing up some of the stuff in the video as we go along, as we find new and interesting things. Uh, speaking of new and um, interesting things, well, not really a new thing, I guess, uh, but we had an email sent to us, my man. And this one is from um, a gentleman named Scott. And Scott wanted to let us know some stuff that was going on right now in the world of the monsters uh props and merch and stuff like that that's happening um that we should relay to all of our fans out there because we know a lot of our fans probably collect a lot of monster memorabilia and stuff like that um i i thought about these things but it didn't click in my mind to even let people know this stuff but uh he wanted to let us you guys know that like uh there's a lot of fake props fake like um original props i guess you would consider them from the original show going around right now on like ebay and other sites and stuff that are saying these are the real props from this show um there can't be that many (laughs) out there uh, from this show uh so definitely make sure that if you are purchasing something um because there are a lot of fakes and there's a lot of like good fake stuff out there too uh but people are charging full price for it like it's a legit item so definitely be careful uh when purchasing something do your research on the item make sure it's not just some empty you know pill bottle or something like that that they're like oh this is from grandpa's lab because it's a you know it's a glass container when in real yeah in reality it's like a pasta container from like two years ago or something so just just be uh cautious about that and uh scott we thank you for letting us um reminding me and letting us uh know this so that we can uh, get this out there so uh he said that oh, yeah. there's like yeah. um clear glass aspirin bottles with no labels that are being sold as from grandpa's lab uh so that's a really hard one too because it, it you know you could go out to like an antique shop and pick up these glass uh jars and stuff like that that are from the same era and then just be like oh yeah this is from grandpa's lab and the monsters because you know there's a monsters movie coming out so merch is super high right now um so just be weary about some of that stuff uh definitely check out um if you like figures and everything like that like uh i think it was brent's toys for sale is what mr robux suggested 
um, because he does a lot of like uh, custom figures and stuff like that. They're limited. So if you want any of those, definitely contact uh, him and uh, get a hold of some of those cool figures that are coming out, especially for the new movie as well. Um, as far as everything else goes, the dirty work, I guess, because I totally forgot all that. Uh, you can find the Munster cast on all social media uh platforms wherever you um go you know facebook instagram twitter and of course youtube to see our pretty ugly faces and um you can Don't also forget to check out the monstercast.com yep. that mike put a ton of work into yeah uh definitely check out the monstercast.com there you can see all of our videos um including non podcast videos like the ones that aren't being turned into audio only as well, or, or audio as well um you get all of our audio selection there as well and then random articles and things like that that we're putting out um and you can read our bios a little bit see a little bit about us if uh, tivis ever gets his done <laughs> for now you can read what mike wrote about me yeah um and then you can also uh hit the mic button on the right hand side of the screen on the website and leave us a little voicemail and there we can um you know just hear it on from you or we can add it to the show. And then uh, lastly, we have and be sure to let us know whether you want it on the show or not. Yeah, definitely. And you can also uh, check out the merch tab or shop tab. I think it is, or it's just the monstercast.com slash merch um, where you can go and find some of our shirts and stuff like that. I think Tivis might be wearing one right now. Is that one of ours? Yeah. So that's, that's one of ours right there. Um, and then uh, you can also join the Patreon at patreon.com slash the monster cast there. It's nothing special, guys. We're not like hiding any content behind a paywall or anything for you. We're just, you know, opening up. Consider some it BTS like a, a stuff tip, and, basically, you know, yeah. just throw in a buck if you can uh, tell other people, leave a review. It all helps us. Right. And we're not going to be like, you know, disney where we're gonna jack the rates up in like five weeks (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) um anyways is there anything else i was missing uh oh email you can also email us at the monstercast at outlook.com um again just about to bring that up yeah uh and that's a great way to let us know like scott did about things going on in the monster fandom or monster scandom as you would and um and <laughs> Tim is just shaking his head. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so definitely uh, hit us up and let us know what you think about the show, everything like that. You can leave reviews on all your podcast services that you listen to us on. You can also go to the website and leave reviews straight there. So you don't even need an account or anything to leave a review for that. So that's really cool. Just kind of let us know who you are in some capacity so that we're not, we know you're not like some deep fake account that's like and we out there. Love to hear about people's experiences with uh, the franchise and the fandom, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of collections you got, how do you got into it? Stuff like that. That's all really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, just, you know, hashtag the monster cast on all social medias, man. Uh, it, it definitely um, helps us, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, you, I'm not sure can. how the hashtag Monday. <laughs> right. Uh, so definitely check us out, guys. And uh, with that said, Tivis, last things before we dive into the episodes. Anything? I got nothing. I haven't seen anything on the movie in a while. I mean, we're still a month out. 
right impatiently waiting yeah and uh we're only this episode and next week's episode are the last two episodes for the original oh, series oh, yeah. guys yeah i actually i i finished the show early because i know my time was going to be limited so <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm all ready to go for the finale uh yeah that's uh, both sad and exciting for what's ahead right all right well you want to dive into this first episode here all right let's do this all right herman sorority caper season two episode 30 aired april 14th 1966 written by doug tibbles with norm liebman and ed hoss uh directed by ezra stone excuse me and we got quite a guest list for both episodes we're going to be talking today so i'm going to be as quick as I can with them because I don't want this to be too long of an episode. Right. Uh, especially since we're already going to go over our, a lot of time. But <laughs> let's see. Uh, we got By David. By Ma- time, he means the time his wife gave him. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, yeah, well, she'll be fine. Uh, David Macklin as Phil, who uh, played uh, Billy Harris in the 64 to 65 show Harris Against the World. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Ken Osmond as John, who played uh, Eddie Haskell in Leave It to Beaver and the new Leave It to Beaver. The so new Leave It to uh, Beaver. Probably recognize his face. Okay. Uh, Vicky Fee as the first girl. Uh, only other acting credit is Janet in the 1966 movie Out of Sight. So I thought I'd give that a shout out. Uh, Bonnie Franklin as Janice. Uh, she played Anne Ramiro in One Day at a Time, which ran from uh, 74 to 84. Uh, she directed two of those episodes, by the way. Uh, she played Sister Celeste in The Young and the Restless in 2012. Mm. And we will be seeing her again in Monsters Today as she directed many episodes. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we won't be seeing her, but we'll be seeing her influence on the show. Right. <laughs> the series. OK, uh, we got Vicky Draves as Cindy, uh, Heidi Scott as the second girl. Michael Ross as the campus policeman, uh, William Fawcett as the janitor. Now, he played Merlin, the magician in the 1949 serial, The Adventures Adventures of Sir Galahad. Okay. And Jed in Fireside Theater, which uh ran from 59 to 55 uh he was only in it from 51 to 55 towards the end but pretty cool uh we got frank gardner as ralph who you may not remember but played the first gi in season one episode 20 bats of a feather oh cool the one where grandpa gets uh yeah traded at a after a pet contest at school yeah yeah Eddie the jerk. Uh he goes off to like the the NASA or something where they're gonna send him yeah, to space. Yeah, they're gonna send him to space. <laughs> uh we got and finally we got Michael Blodget as Jim. Okay. Uh now this one I thought you would find interesting. Uh he wrote Turner and Hooch as well as all 12 episodes of the sequel 2021 show. I didn't know they did a 2021 show. Yeah, the Turner and Hooch show on Disney Plus. Oh, it's got, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's his name? Jake from Drake and Josh. Right, right. No, not Drake. Uh, G- Josh from Jake and Josh. Drake and Josh. 
Yeah. He also uh, played Tad in Never Too Young, which ran from 65 to 66. Okay. All right. Is that it? So, synopsis? Synopsis. Herman's sorority caper. April 14th, 1966, as Tivis previously stated, to cure Herman of his hiccups, Grandma puts him into a trance. Grandma? Wow. To cure Herman of his hiccups, (laughs) Grandpa puts him into a trance. When a couple of fraternity pledges are sent to spend the night in the Munster house, they mistake him for a dummy and bring him to a sorority house. Dun, dun, dun. This episode was full of hijinks. Yeah, I have a, a, f- a few issues with some of the stuff that happens too, so let's dive. All right, I look forward to hearing it. Let's see. We open with the family all heading to the mailbox. Yeah. I forgot about this. Uh, Herman wants everyone to synchronize uh, their watches and sends Lily and Marilyn to cover positions A and B. Grandpa must watch the flank, but also the rear because Eddie has homework. Uh, Herman will be covering driving. Grandpa wants to know why they need a master plan for the drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> Lily tells him uh, Herman's brain used to belong to a mechanic and Grandpa just concedes like, all right, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, this probably helped him during the war, honestly. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Uh Grandpa is told to check on the popcorn and he begins uh, taking the hood ornament off. <laughs> Which I'm like, what? Why? What? <laughs> yeah, he just but, starts to unscrew it. He's <laughs> like, oh gosh, no. Uh, Lily wants to know what they are seeing and uh, Herman goes, the beast who ate lower New Jersey. I think that includes Gotham. No reaction from Mike. Okay. Uh, Grandpa gets uh, gets the hood ornament off finally, and it begins shooting him with popcorn. (laughs) Uh, I wonder wonder how much of that like got like all over Fred, like up in his nose and crap, because it just shot up and it wasn't like or Al. Yeah, sorry. But it, it was like big kernels, too. It wasn't like just. Or it wasn't big kernels. I mean, it was just it looked like the popcorn just shredding as it was coming out (laughs) (laughs) or whatever they used. So, Uh, you know, it it, after this happened, I realized that the noise the car was making was popping popcorn the entire scene. (laughs) And like, how did I miss that? (laughs) But, you know, so they head off to the movies. Uh. So is it making and, popcorn every time they're driving? I mean, why wouldn't you uh, drive down so, the street and it shoots out the muffler <laughs> instead of an oil slick? It's popcorn. Uh, <laughs> immediately after they pulled away, two college students roll up, and uh, apparently they uh, they're planning on stay having sorority night in the Munsters' house. Fraternity night. Fraternity. Fraternity night. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, they don't even stop to think, you know, what if someone lives here? Because yeah. Eddie is still in the house, I might add. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. He's got spot. And and Kat. You know, maybe the babysitter. We haven't seen anybody else watching Eddie since the first episode. Maybe he got 
more mature and he can watch after himself. I know I well, was I mean, since did, kindergarten. So. He did recently just turn nine again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to Herman, it's whatever age Lily says. Uh, <laughs> well, they had his birthday and he was like, he's nine or he just turned nine. And I was like, wait, he was nine like a couple episodes before that, though. So, yeah. Maybe she was rounding up because I do that to myself. As I get close to my birthday, I start saying I'm the age I haven't turned yet. Nope. Nope. We are in our 30s. We are as our age until our birthday. And then maybe still a little younger. I'm close enough to 32. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Lily and Grandpa are pulling Herman inside. Uh, didn't know where Marilyn was at this time. Couldn't see her. And uh, apparently he had some kind of fit and they had to leave early from the drive-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out what fit that was here in a second. Uh, also, I think it's still supposed to be night out, but it does not look it. No, no, it does not. Uh, Grandpa is mad. He didn't even see if the creature ate all of New Jersey. And Lily says it got to Atlanta City and that should make anyone happy. <laughs> Someone with a fake... Uh, hatred for New Jersey. This made me laugh because I don't know why I started this bit, but I, I if you ever listen to our Operation Babble, I got hated for New Jersey for some reason. <laughs> uh, so uh, Herman apparently has the hiccups. Mm. And Mer- uh, Marilyn finally shows up. Uh, <laughs> don't know where she was hiding, but uh, Herman hiccups and the house nearly caves in. <laughs> Yeah, I would not want to be around Herman when he has the hiccups ever. No, Um, like the family's reactions in this episode. Very warranted. Yeah, he seems very um, uncontrollable. Yeah. 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 So. uh, Are we sure this is they're getting better? (laughs) What's that? Are you sure it's not Johan? (laughs) yeah we'll never know uh yeah grandpa says they're apparently getting better (laughs) and uh eddie runs down to his cousin hoping he heard wrong uh because you know how could you not hear that Mm -hmm. Uh, marilyn confirms it is the hiccups and they had to leave the drive-in because he knocked the screen down oh i'd be so mad oh yeah well, nowadays, they wouldn't uh, even decide to put it back up. They just sell the property off to freaking HOA. I mean, sorry. <laughs> HOA? Yeah. Uh, Herman hiccups again, An and HOA the couch falls apart. Anyway. Uh, the raven sticks his head out, screams earthquake, and flies away, and some of the ceiling caves in. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn says they need to fix this, or no one is going to get any sleep. Very fair. <laughs> If they might ha- have a house by the end of the night <laughs> to go to sleep in. So uh, so I want to point out this little trivia thing now because I didn't think about it when I was watching, but the front door closes as if there was someone behind it. But Eddie was upstairs and the rest of the family had already come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have it listed as a continuity error. I say magic. <laughs> or their ghost friend is there. They end. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot the invisible friend. Uh, so Herman has drank 25 glasses of water, uh, and grandpa is, uh, losing his cool (laughs) because it hasn't stopped. 
Yeah. Uh, her. Well, go ahead. Oh no, go on. I was gonna say Herman stands up, and you can hear him make sounds like a water cooler as he moves around. <laughs> it's a nice little gag that I, I appreciated. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a stupid little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just go on. I, I don't All have right. anything to add right there. Uh, Lily suggests that he holds his breath and Marilyn is uh, just done with it all. She says, do it already. It's almost midnight or 12. She says, I assume that's midnight mm. <laughs> or it could be noon. They might yeah. be up all night. Well, they usually uh, stay Herman, up all night. I don't know when they actually freaking sleep because they're like, oh, we're up all night. And then we're like, oh, but it's nighttime. So we got to go to sleep. Um, when do you guys sleep? Just randomly. Whenever they get tired. I don't think they actually need sleep. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, Herman sucks in air and his chest inflates again. And yeah. I love when they do this gag. Uh, Grandpa begins timing him. <laughs> but Herman hiccups, destroys the kitchen. And uh, Eddie loved this he, one and asked him to do it again. <laughs> He blows the entire window out, not just the glass, but the entire (laughs) frame of the window just flies out. (laughs) Oh, so in the lab, grandpa is trying to hypnotize Herman. Mm. I don't think this is a good idea to get Herman in the basement first off, but no, not with all the breakable stuff. Well, I was thinking more of the house caving in on it of it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Grandpa says uh, you will sleep it off and tomorrow night your hiccups will be gone. Herman says last time you hypnotized me, I woke up and my wallet was gone. (laughs) Grandpa swears that was a coincidence. (laughs) Grandpa stole his wallet. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) He was probably planning on stealing it before he hypnotized Herman. We Uh, we know Grandpa is all about the money. So Grandpa begins, and it doesn't exactly work on Herman, but Igor passes out. Yeah. Uh, then we Herman hiccups Igor Grandpa a whole lot. So yeah, uh, Herman hiccups Grandpa into a cauldron. <laughs> and yeah. So upstairs, Lily and Marilyn are still annoyed that it's going on because mm-hmm. they heard it. it. That's it was just a quick little shot to them talking about how annoyed they are. Uh, back downstairs, we get this cool image of grandpa climbing out of his foggy cauldron. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, then, then, uh, Al or grandpa anyways, tries one last time to, uh, hypnotize Herman and the, the look that Al gets on his face, he's just like, oh, yeah, this is- balloons up. And he's just like shaking back and forth and starts yeah, smoking. He starts making noise. <laughs> yeah. This scene was kind of cool because you got like the close up of Al doing all of his cool kooky stuff with his face. And then you go over to Fred and Fred's doing or Herman and Herman's doing the same like kookiness with his face that he can. But his is elongated. So it's actually really cool when you think about it, because Fred has the longer face, the skinnier, Mm -hmm. longer face. And then Al has like a more rounded, smaller face. So when you go back and forth to it, it, it it's perfect comedy elements right there, man. I loved this because Grandpa starts smoking it. He calls this the Transylvania brain freezer, oh. which 
At first, I thought he was going to take Herman's brain out and stick it in a freezer. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, he starts doing all that weird stuff. It's smoke coming out of his ears. You cut to Herman. You cut back to Grandpa. You cut to Herman. You cut back to Grandpa. He's holding sparklers for some reason. Uh, (laughs) Herman's like uh, bolts on his neck start lighting up and sparking and stuff. And he passes right out. And the bolts continue to light up as he's passed out. Yeah. Uh, and then grandpa, grandpa then gets, runs upstairs screaming that he did it thank yeah. god he didn't wake herman he's <laughs> super excited too that he did it like he's acting like a little kid in this spot <laughs> this is it was such a weird scene i could honestly someone needs to. It, there's so many scenes in this show you could make a gif someone needs to do that one because it's just so weird <laughs> out of context it's so weird in context yeah so the family uh are carrying Herman, uh, which is clearly a mannequin with tiny hands through the oh, living yeah. room up the stairs. And see, like, uh, so I want to put this in the perspective for some people too watching the episode. Herman's weight is about 380 pounds is what they've said in the past. Yeah. It, well, it fluctuates, but it's definitely over 300. But, I can ex- respect that these people can move him because, you know, you have two vampires and oh, yes, and we'll get to that. moving him. So <laughs> we'll get to what you're talking about <laughs> or want to talk. I just want to set say. ground for that <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they're all really happy that now they can go to sleep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and so the college Lily, student- Lily takes a risk because she still sleeps next to Herman as well by the way. Yeah. I was just like, wait, what if he just has like a big hiccup <laughs> and the whole bed crashes on you and then like a splinter of wood stakes you because you're a vampire, you know? Anyways. <laughs> wow. Okay. That went dark, man. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, it so went so com- dark because you're talking about a vampire and a, a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> It went dark because you're talking about someone killing their loved one with a hiccup. (laughs) I mean, he almost does multiple times. Anyway, the college students roll up with their pledges and tell them they must stay the night for their hazing. Uh, Hazing's stupid. Thank God people are being punished for it. Uh, yeah, the two pledges walk up to the manor, get a little freaked out as they get closer and just open the door and go inside. Do the monsters not have a mm. lock? I don't think so, because everyone just walks up in there. <sighs> like, so, like everybody walks up in there. Yeah, they do. Uh, one of them accidentally opens uh, Spots' door mm. and naturally freaks out at the sight. I'm sorry. Spot naturally freaks out at the sight of two strangers just in the house. Uh, They close it and they're like, boy, they're really putting on a show for us. Yeah, they must have spent a lot of money to do that one gag. Let's go see what else they have set up for us. Lily wakes up hearing footsteps, tries to wake Herman up before realizing he's hypnotized still. She says it's probably one of Grandpa's experiments wandering around the house again and goes back to sleep. What is Grandpa doing? He's just chilling. He's sleeping. 
no what what experiments are wondering like are these kidnap people oh yeah yeah oh um grandpa is a complicated it, person too is it like, me or are these two frat boys are they like pledges. the pledges yeah sorry they're not frats yet uh the pledges they would be like the perfect addition to the scooby gang because they just walk in and be like oh this all this shit's fake <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, fire unmask. shaggy and scoob right <laughs> so uh the pledges find the trap door and go down completely ignoring kitty laying there on the couch you gotta pet a cat like come on i was surprised that they didn't have like they had kit uh the cat they just call it the cat, right? Or is it called Kitty? Kitty. It's called Kitty. Okay. Uh, they just have Kitty sitting there with like this like Arabian or like Egyptian necklace. I don't even know what it was on. But I was like, the cat's not going to roar? Really? We're yeah. Not, we're not going to have it roar. It, it just sat there like it was like it snuck on set and it sat on the couch and said screw it i'm in it's, the scene now it's nice that they remember that the family owns a cat because yeah. i can't remember the last time we saw kitty but it also does set like up like you know if someone breaks into your house your cat ain't doing shit they're gonna be like they're upstairs <laughs> sleep and go downstairs and get all the jewelry <laughs> uh cat no don't expect a cat like there are some rare videos you see uh, like uh have you seen the uh we're going way off topic yeah. but the uh the realtor who goes into a house to check it out before she starts listing it uh, and no. the cat is home and like attacks traps her in the bedroom <laughs> no <laughs> oh yeah it's like hunched up like every time she takes a step at it it's like charges her <laughs> i've seen like uh, the videos of the cats like saving kids and stuff i've seen some of those which are kind of cool yeah so uh but yeah this i i was a i was i like the fact that they brought back kitty for this episode because it's just toss him right there on the couch and didn't have to do nothing. Just sit there, cat. Yeah. And, and the cat really pet. didn't give a crap because it didn't even really follow them with its eyes or nothing. <laughs> so no, it's cat don't care. It's just like, I'm sitting here. I'm getting well, my damn check. Some, <laughs> someone who lives with two cats, they don't care about anything unless you're near their food bowl. Yeah. So they go into the lab and find grandpa sleeping from the ceiling and freak out before saying he must be a dummy. Uh, they then go check his face. It's cold and clammy, so he can't be real. They call him dummy a bunch and then head back upstairs where grandpa slowly wakes up saying he thought he heard someone. Yeah. He's like, oh, dang, too. It, it, it really messed me up. I was having a great nightmare. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very unhappy. So the pledges enter what, the main what, what bedroom. A, what would a nightmare be for grandpa? It wouldn't be like what we think of a nightmare. A nightmare would be something like living in the world, like what they think Marilyn should be in. Right. Maybe. Or perhaps he's back to being in the old country, being chased by Helsing. Van Helsing. But wouldn't that be fun for him? That's probably why he's like, unhappy. It's over. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Okay. He probably misses the old cat and mouse game. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the pledges enter the main bedroom uh, and they think Lily and Herman are fake, too. Uh, I Lily can hear footsteps from downstairs, but not two people having a loud conversation in front of their bed. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the pledges want to steal Herman. 
Uh, they want the, uh, him as a decoration for the sorority house. And so uh, they take him and we see the tiny hands again. Uh, we stated Herman is 300 pounds. These are very scrawny college kids. Yeah, I, I was like, it, it took two vampires and a succubus to move Herman. And and we're just alleged succubus. Alleged. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. No. She's not running for office. Chill. <laughs> um, but it took three people of superior strength to move Herman and they were struggling. And yet these two little, you know, pledges, scrawny little guys come in there and, and just pick Herman up like he's nothing. And we do have to remember that regardless of how Marilyn looks and whether she is or not, she is still got Dracula blood in her veins. Right. And whatever her, you know, Parents. other side of the family is. Yeah. If they're human or not, we don't know. Not in this series. Well, you anyways. do, but I don't. <laughs> well, no, not in this series. I think what I know is completely different from this setup. Ah, right, well, that's fair. So, uh, the next morning, Grandpa is enjoying some tea in the paper as Lily rushes in, saying they have an emergency. Herman is missing. He doesn't see this as an emergency and goes back to reading. Yeah. Lily smashes the rolling plate over his head, and he turns to her calmly and says... I think you want to tell me something. <laughs> so <laughs> I just love this interaction because he's like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I'm listening now. <laughs> uh, Marilyn then yells at him. Mm. Uh, Lily says, put the obituaries down mm. and do something. So. Grandpa says, fine, I'll wake him up, calm down. So then he does his incantation. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I'm going to wake up, Herman. Basically, he starts acting kind of like uh, uh, the other Frankenstein did. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. With the, uh, Victor Frankenstein the fourth. Yeah. It, and just like, it's like, basically, my magic works you know, across seas or whatever. Who knows? Um, yeah. So grandpa does that and uh, it works. Yeah, surprisingly, wakes up in a closet. surprisingly, grandpa's magic has been working a lot more efficiently the last several episodes that we've watched. Maybe he's been practicing. He's had hundreds of years beforehand. He should have. <laughs> Maybe they forbid him from doing it when they move to the new country. Mm, maybe or maybe he started stealing all these other people's because we've ran into the other guy who did magic his family the and uh, the Fergozi yeah, emerald and stuff so maybe he stayed, <laughs> he's been stealing their magic stealing their magic or he he buddy buddied with them and is learning new stuff or you know yeah, relearning his his old stuff so maybe that's what it is and kept in contact with uh frankenstein so he could do the mind melding weird stuff <laughs> i don't know yeah <clears throat> but yeah uh herman wakes up in a closet yeah um he just he pops up he wakes up in the closet and he's like oh hi there because he, he sees some clothes just hanging there realizes they're empty realizes everything's empty and realizes oh shit this is a woman's closet 
I hope it's lilies. He's like, I'm in the girl's closet. Please let me lilies. And and I love the fact that he's so worried about, you know, what girl's closet he's in or what he possibly could have done <laughs> while unconscious. So leaves the closet, realizes he's in a sorority house and been freaking out because he's a married man in a sorority house full of girls. Yeah. Yep. Uh he tries to sneak out, but the women are coming back uh, in for the day. So he goes into the bathroom <laughs> and finds hanging laundry. He says he should have went back to the closet. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, One of the women go. Oh, go ahead. Oh, she's like, oh, I'm going to go into the bathroom and get my toothbrush or whatever. So he hides into the uh, shower, shower and shuts it very, you know, lightly. Poorly. Poor, very poorly. Yeah. And um, the, the, the shower was like had less protection visible protection i should say than the shower and freaking psycho the original so yeah um then it, she oh go on yeah well was, then she decides she wants to have a shower and i want to say they had a the two girls had a conversation before she got her toothbrush that oh. they only had 10 minutes before they had to leave for the next class yeah yeah that is not enough time to shower she's like oh i have enough time to shower <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends how clean you are already. She's just probably going to rinse off or at home. Yeah, maybe. Just get away from this before I say something inappropriate to this. <laughs> <laughs> but she turns the shower on and it's so hot. It's literally just steam pouring down on Herman. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, the two women are talking about how there isn't time, which is what I just said. And. Uh, then one of them notices the steam piling out of the bathroom and like, oh, no, the water is way too hot. <laughs> I, I didn't even know the water could get that hot. So yeah. she goes in there and shuts it off. And Herman's just sit, uh, sitting there. Well, at least I know how to get rid of my hiccups now <laughs> as steam is flowing from his ears. Yeah. And um, uh, <sighs> which Herman, your hiccups were gone before that. <laughs> Right. But I mean, at the end of the day, maybe steam would have helped him. Maybe. Yeah. You know, help, uh, uh, maybe that's again, what he should try now. So, yeah. From now on. Yeah, that's something I've never tried. Steam? Uh, Yeah. Get one of those like air vapor things. I just let it ride, man. <laughs> just let it ride. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I I I honestly fear that I ever get the hiccups that last like an entire more than an entire day because that sounds miserable. But <laughs> so once again, Herman attempts to sneak out. Uh, he has to hide as a coat rack from two tennis players that are walking by. Mm. He spots a phone booth and attempts to call home, but continuously has to duck as multiple women walk by. But by the time he does call home, good for yes. Herman because he actually remembered his number this time. Yes, he did. Because <laughs> remember, he was in uh, jail uh, an episode or two ago, and uh, he did not know his number. Um, he ended up didn't he end up calling the uh, the Better Business Bureau? Be yeah, the BBB. And um, yeah, so I was glad that he actually remembered his number. So he calls home. We get Lily answering the phone, super worried and everything. And 
Okay, thank God. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before he gets oh, a chance on. to call, the phone actually rings and freaks yeah. him out and he answers it before yeah. someone notices. Uh, this number has been disconnected and it hangs. <laughs> it, he, he's like, it's, this, this has been just temporarily disconnected. This is a message. Bink. <laughs> and then he's like on the floor, like dialing out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he does the whole call basically on the floor. And um, he calls home. Lily's there. He's like, "I'm, I'm in trouble." She's like, "Oh, you're in trouble. You're, you're, you're blah blah blah. Where are you? You're at a sorority house. You two timing." <laughs> and she does, she doubles back to her to like every time like Herman's around another woman in any capacity, he's he must be cheating on her. <laughs> so there's some issues there, <laughs> Lily. Yeah. You need to uh, be a little more, um, I don't know. Trusting after a hundred years. Trusting or confident in yourself that you can hold down a man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she's, she's about to send grandpa oh. out. Then he tells her where he is and she freaks out on him. And then he attempts to leave again, but more women walk by. So he has to run back into the room. He just escaped from. Yeah. Uh, so and when she hangs up, she yells at grandpa again, <laughs> go I, get him. I thought, I thought this was going to lead into like, uh, you were right, dad. Like <laughs> just go do whatever you have to do to disassemble this mother. <laughs> after grandpa finds out that he's in a sorority club, he's basically like, okay, sure. I'll go rescue him from the building of young women. Yeah. <laughs> He's no problem at all. Those are potential victims <laughs> I for love Grandpa. This scene. <laughs> Do you remember what he does? Yeah, he bolts down. He 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 bolts out of the way like flash well, runs. He makes an ex proclamation first. Make way! It's oh, yeah. Count Dracula to the rescue. Yeah, the first time he mentions himself as Count Dracula, I believe. <laughs> this the weirdest thing he's ever done. This. It, it actually so here's what I thought watching this scene. Okay, so breaking the scene down, he says that Count Dracula to the rescue runs down bolts to the basement, if you will. And this is sped up by the this way to show that he's up. running super fast. But but if you get the, the the gag, like he says that by the phone booth. By the way, just just let me go with this. Oh he my god! Bolts down, grabs the bat pill. Turns into, which, by the way, I want to mention, he actually labeled these ones for once. Yeah, he did. So we know he has these on hand well, all the time. It says bat potion with potion scribbled out yeah. with pills underneath. So it used to be a potion. Yeah. So he just made it in pill form so he could easily take it quicker, probably <laughs> on the run. Um, so then he he falls down. We see the bat come up and the bat zooms out. And bust through the door, leaving the bat-shaped symbol in the door. I was like, oh, dude, this has got to be in reference to the Batman, right? Because the Batman show had just come out recently. It was doing really uh, good. Maybe. Maybe it's a mix of both that and Superman because the phone booth. Well, always in the 60s Batman show, too, it was always Bruce Wayne on the phone. And then he'd hang the, the right phone, phone up yeah. and then jump and then down they, the bat pole the to the cave pole. or yep. lab change into his suit and bust out and then you get the the bat signal or bat symbol 
So I, that's yeah. where I grabbed that from. I was like, oh, they're totally just doing a Batman thing right now. <laughs> uh, so Grandpa needs a pill to become a bat now, which I mean, you know what? No judgment. Uh, we all inevitably end up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is but his, uh, Lily's like cheering him on. And after he busts through the door, there's that scene of her like looking out the hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But, it's just but, such a weird scene. But well, that's what I gathered from that scene was that it was like a, in like it was showing like the Batman shit, like it was doing what Batman does because at that time that's where what we had. We didn't have yeah. a, a Superman show. We had Superman serials back then, but well, that was in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. The serials. Uh, I was of trying Superman to think when did this. the cartoon begin? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, you probably right with the Batman thing. Yeah. It just, I was cracking up at that whole thing. Count Dracula to the rescue. <laughs> so, uh, the curls are sitting on their bed at the, uh, sorority house. Excuse me. At the sorority house. I keep bumping my mic. I really hope that doesn't show up in the audio. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I apologize if it is. I, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to. Uh, but the girls are sitting on their bed and they're like, boy, this mattress is lumpy. Let's turn it over. Camera pans out. Herman is hiding underneath. And as they go to lift it, one of them sticks their feet into Herman's mouth. Yeah. And she gets annoyed at her friend. I just stepped on it in a hat box. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Tomorrow's clean sheets day. It'll be easier to just do it then. Right. I'm like, that's actually smart. Yeah. Uh, at that moment, grandpa flies in, freaks the girls out and they run. They grandpa. Out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not talking to Herman in English again, which, you know, again, why didn't this happen in that one episode where he got almost sent to space? Uh, he was clearly, though, a, a different uh, breed bat. of bat at that time. So maybe the pill allows him to talk English while he's a bat. Maybe. Yeah. Or talk uh, in general, because even when he was, well, he was the horse, he could talk. But when he was also in wolf form, he couldn't talk. Yeah. So maybe it's the thing that works. The, when, when he puts himself in those forms using his trans, whatever they call it, um, anamorphing, when he anamorphs, anamorphing. Yeah, that's good. When he anamorphs into the, the animals, um, he can't speak any language, but what those animals speak. But if he takes like his mm -hmm. potions and stuff, he's still cognitive enough to use his, his actual speech. Let's put that down in Canon. That's Canon right there. <laughs> All right. I believe it makes sense in my head. Uh, but, uh, so grandpa tells Herman to I get hope, out. I, I hope people got the Animorphs reference, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grandpa tells Herman to get out. And so Herman jumps out the window uh, grandpa decides to stay behind to scare them and uh, perches on their bookcase mm -hmm. and a bunch of women in the security come into the room and wonder where this old man came from who's sitting on their uh, thing doing this Clucking. with his <laughs> yeah, uh, flapping my, his arms. My favorite part is the fact that these girls ran out <laughs> and got the police for a bat. <laughs> yeah, the, the campus security. Yeah, I was just like, what? Why? Why did you get um, them of all people for a bat? <laughs> uh, he jumps off the mantle and begins jumping on the bed, saying that he's a bat. Yeah. <laughs> and the security grab him and grandpa says, 
don't break my wings, I'll bite you yeah. in the neck. It don't. takes a lunge at the guy with his mouth. <laughs> Not so hard. You're gonna you're gonna break my wings. The, like Grandpa could not have made himself look any more insane. Oh no, he totally looked insane. It was just like when he was the horse and changed back, and he didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, every time he's an animal and he changes back and doesn't realize it, he always talks as like he thinks he's still the animal. Like that's gonna be any better. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm in the Bat Union. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's uh, funny. so yeah, they start hauling him away as a crazy person, and he sees himself in the mirror and realizes, "Oh, I'm a person again, <laughs> or a Dracula, Dracula, whatever you want to be." I'm a Dracula again. So, now <laughs> we cut to uh, breakfast the next day, and Eddie is bragging how Grandpa was a jail bat <laughs> instead of a jailbird. Yeah. Uh, Lily says it was nice of them to release him into their care. <laughs> and uh, Marilyn probably helped with this. You know, she's friends with the cops now. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, her, the uh, they're her ride, man. Remember? Those, yeah, her carpool. Yeah, carpool. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, Herman asks if the charge was first degree chicken chasing. <laughs> and Grandpa says... Uh, it would never have happened if Herman didn't get hiccups. And Herman says, it's okay. They're gone now. The fa- uh, he then hiccups and the family decide that they're just leaving the house until it's done. Yeah. He hiccups Smart move. The, the whole f- uh, freaking table shatters. And then Lily's like, all right, <laughs> peace. I'm out. She's the first one, too. It's just like, yes. I'm, I'm going. Uh, I love I you. Just done with this. She gives him a kiss and walks out. And then everyone else follows as, as it, it progresses. Yeah, he continues destroying the house. Yep. The the water uh, furnace uh, thing did, falls yeah. down and everything. Like, he falls water backwards. Furnace. Water furnace. Bo- well, the boiler? Boiler. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Whatever. Water heater? Whatever. Water you heater, call it. water furnace. Wouldn't that be the same damn thing? I I just never heard it called that before. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's how this episode ends. They just leave him to destroy the house alone. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say ends. I love this episode. I I really did. It had so many weird little things in it that like, I was having such a good time the entire time. Yeah, it was a fun episode. Uh, I'm I'm double checking something I said. Oh, okay. Water water furnace is a water heater. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're checking to see if it's a real thing. Water boiler. They call it a bunch of different things. Okay. All right. Just making sure I'm not I'm not crazy. <laughs> Are you done giving your thoughts? Should I go into trivia or you got more to say? On um, it? As far as this episode, yeah, I loved it, man. I uh, I really liked the facial expressions that we got from Fred and Al in the one scene back and forth. But then like <laughs> Al being up on the freaking uh, shelf unit and yeah, it, it was great. Awesome. Oh, this is good time just all around. So yep. trivia. Alpha Kappa was uh, Ward Cleaver's fraternity in Leave It to Beaver, which was the same group that came to the Munster's house. So a little bit of crossover. 
Uh, don't forget, leave it to Beaver creators are the ones who came and made the monsters. Uh, when Grandpa gives Herman uh, his hiccup recipe, Herman mentions uh, the Franny Farmer cookbook. Now, Franny Farmer was an American culinary expert who wrote uh, the book originally in 1896, and it was titled The Boston Cooking School Cookbook, uh, which became uh-huh. a bestseller. It was renamed to uh, Fanny Farmer's Boston Cooking School Cookbook in 1946. And then in 1965, they decided to end the giant mouthful that that was and simplify it to the Franny Farmer's Cookbook. Nice. <laughs> so little history on that. Uh, Herman told the police that he was over 300 pounds like a few episodes ago. Uh, so as we said, the frat boys shouldn't have been able to move him that easily. And I already mentioned the bit about the front door. Uh, I disagree no. with IMDb that that's a continuity error. Screw, so. screw them for letting those frat boys carry Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I've i been into a wax museum where I have a, a photo of me with Herman. Um, maybe I'll share it on Instagram or something of him from the wax museum. And I know just the wax version of Herman. Those guys probably wouldn't have been able to carry so easily. So, you know. And not to mention it probably would have broke. Um, yeah. Yeah. Screw them. I do hate the fact that I had to take that picture during COVID, like hard time COVID. So I had to have my mask on when I took the picture. They wouldn't let us take them off. Anyways, I wanted to share this. I have this awesome Lily Munster action figure that I found. Uh, one of my guys at the toy shop in town hooked me up with it. It does have a damage up here, which kind of sucks, but I want to share this with everyone who can see the video anyways. Uh, if you can't see the video, maybe I'll take a picture, toss it on Instagram or something for everybody else. So it's pretty cool uh, figure there. Awesome. Anyways, I wanted to share. Ready to jump into the second episode, uh, almost an hour into this. This is going to be a long penultimate episode for the uh, the the original series. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's dive into the next episode. All right. Herman's Lawsuit, season two, episode 31, aired April 21st, 1966. This one was written by the trio of Doug Tipples and Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, this time all working in unison. Uh, Directed by Ezra Stone. Guests this episode include uh, our... Dorothy Green as Marge Kingley, uh, who played uh, Lavinia Tate in Tammy, which ran from 65 to 66, Mm -hmm. and Jennifer Brooks in The Young and the Restless uh, from 73 to 77 was uh, when she was part of that show. I'm not going to list when that show aired because it's still going and it's been on forever. (laughs) Uh, We have Monroe Arnold as the movie director. Simon Scott as Wilbert Kingsley. Now, they also played John Riggs in eight episodes of Mark Ham, which ran from uh, 59 to 60. Sorry. Okay. Uh, General Bronson in nine episodes of McHale's Navy, which ran from 62 to 66. And uh, sorry, Chief Barney Metcalf in nine episodes of Mod Mod Squad. I am so sorry, which ran from 68 to 73. Man, what is going on today? Uh, we have Van Wine. That's right. T-H-A-N. Uh, 
I was shocked by that too. As the Legionnaire captain, uh, they played uh, Lindsay Seattle Pina. <laughs> I got that completely wrong. It's seven episodes <laughs> of Zorro, the 57 to 59 Zorro. Oh, nice. Uh, Fabian Dean as the foreman, which he was uh, Harry in 12 episodes of the Tin Conway show, which aired in the 70s, okay. or 1970. We got Eddie Marr as the man, Bob Harvey as the customer, who eagle-eyed viewers may recognize as the photographer from Underground Munster. Okay. We got Jerome Cowan as Ted Thatcher, uh, Mel Blanc back uncredited as the Raven. I don't know why he wasn't listed on last episode as well. And finally, we have George Holmes, uncredited as a crew member of the movie set towards the end. Uh, George Holmes, he's got an interesting background. He has been so many background characters and in minor roles and, and so many interesting things. Like he was part of the Godfather and like, I recommend checking out his, uh, career in general. Uh, it's no wonder they made note of him in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also had many different jobs outside of acting like ice skating and even a pro wrestler for a little bit uh nice. yeah his career is just fascinating so i wanted to give a little shout out to george holmes so uh synopsis time oh i gotta do a synopsis too all right let's uh do it this way here go back we go to my kool-aid uh hartman's lawsuit april 21st 1966 as tivis previously stated when herman gets hit by a car he emerges unscathed but the car is totaled the driver, meanwhile, assumes she has disfigured Herman, and her attorney suggests that she try to settle with him for $10,000. Herman assumes that this is the amount he owes for the damage to the car. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go. Uh, is right. this also the... the this isn't, This is the second time a car has ran into Herman and just gotten totaled like this? <laughs> And I believe it's the same street, too. Uh, yeah, this is also the same road that the direct that fake director was trying to get Herman killed for life insurance money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's so, some other cool stuff that actually happened in this opening scene here. Um, yeah. With the storm outside and the lightning and pouring rain. Yeah. Oh, it was such a cool like it was short possibly my favorite also no overlay this episode do you notice that yeah yeah yep um so we open with uh lily in the kitchen mm-hmm. and as tiva said you know we have all that stuff going on the storm and everything it really reminded me of uh a theater a theater like where they would have the the storms and shit going on outside like that the visuals anyways reminded me of a theater performance for that uh she's making breakfast i want to say and um she's sitting or no she's uh making a cake she's making a cake is what she's doing um yeah she is she's deciding what to cook because eddie's going through the family rolodex well no she's making the cake because she's um he's going through and asking what these people are like bloody mary uh and Caesar salad, beef stroganoff, Napoleon brandy. Yeah, so like he he goes through a bunch of different people for the for different ones, and she's like, oh yeah, and they all used to be like f- family friends. friends. Of the family. And um, 
And he's like, so what are you making then, mom? And he, she's like, oh, well, something grandpa's best friend used to make. Yeah, and, gra- gra- someone, grandpa, uh, favorite people, one of grandpa's favorite people. Yeah, one of grandpa's <laughs> favorite people. And we go over to grandpa. We don't see grandpa. We don't see Alan. Yeah, he's, he's reading the Transylvania Gazette. Yeah. Over his face the entire time. Yeah. So clearly Al shot. wasn't on set for this um, little scene here, which I, I know this throughout this episode. I don't know. I think that could have been him. I don't know, man. Uh, there's several instances in this episode where I'm like, it was either read done footage or Al came in and shot something after they had shot everything else because he had to catch up or something because because the way they do the camera angles on him and a lot of the shots in this episode yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it was his off day uh maybe what happens when eddie asks grandpa uh what it is he's a devil the devil's cake <laughs> devil's cake he takes his paper. It just goes down. He's got the cigar in his mouth with a crazy look on his face. Devil's food cake. And goes back to read. Oh, does he pull the paper down? I missed that part. I must yeah, have looked away right when they did that. Because it was so it's fast. It's a crazy look, too, dude. You got to go back and look I'm at it. It's so that. weird. I'm going to have to go back. Because I, I heard it, but I didn't see that. So I just, because I like, I probably moved my head or something. And I just didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, it's it real fast. quick. But it's the weirdest, uh, strangest look on his face with the cigar sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that now. Just that scene, uh, at least. Um. So then, uh, then we go to the credits. Yeah. The, the, well, the thunder and lightning like intensifies. So she's like, "What's keeping Herman with his errands?" Yeah. And uh, then we get a shot of Herman walking oh, yeah, or waiting across the road credits. with a bag in the sun as the storm. Only seems to be around the house again. Mm. On the side of the road, it says, or on one side, it says walk. And on, no, his side, it says walk. The other side says don't walk. And he's like, so which one do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So then he starts walking and then the walk one changes the don't walk. And he's like, ah, crap, I'm in the middle of the road. And then a car hits. (laughs) It wasn't even that far from the sidewalk either. That's the point. But the, the, and he destroys this car it yeah. like explodes into a million pieces and and he's freaking out and then <clears throat> eventually he falls backwards and yeah, he like faints because he thinks the lady inside got hurt yeah and we get the spot where last time uh herman fell down from being hit or something um his wig popped off the top of his head yeah. it did yeah, it again here it did, it did. so i'm like Hey, at least it's continuity. <laughs> like, yeah. It continually does, does it. Herman wear a wig? <laughs> right. Is it a piece? Well, yeah. no, because grandpa's always having to cut it. So unless they're taking someone else's hair. So, yeah. I mean, with this fan, I don't. Yeah. You know what? It's probably better off not knowing. <laughs> um, But yeah, so. So, yeah. 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 She rushes <laughs> off for an ambulance and he wakes up noticing that she's gone, uh, freaking out that he has to get his insurance for the police, that yep. she's inevitably called on him. And before leaving, he blames the crossing light, yanks it out of the ground, and the one on the other side of the road just falls over on its own. Then the intro happens. Yeah. Then the intro happens. They set up a lot in this uh, intro here or in yeah. the. 
Uh, opening a little bit of an error I didn't make note of, but Herman's like fully submerged in that puddle when he's on the ground. But when he gets up, his jacket's like dry. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't put it in the trivia because I didn't think it was that important. But you know what? I'm not gonna say it. Why didn't they freaking glue his head down <laughs> or his hair down? <laughs> Ow. They should just have glued it onto the top because the top is not is not Fred's uh, head. I guess glue is better than staples. Staples would have fit. <laughs> would have matched the costume. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, at the table, uh, Herman's in, in isn't eating due to the accident, and uh, he's so worried that he's going to get in trouble for. Walking against the light, mm-hmm. not looking both ways and stopping in the middle of the road. Bad. Also ruining her car. Uh, Grandpa just nods, clearly not paying attention at all. Uh, yeah. Eddie says, uh, have some cake and relax. Uh, Lily tells Grandpa they had the first cut. Mm-hmm. So he starts cutting into it and it begins sparking it, out the top. These scenes are really awkward with with Al in this episode because you see him with the the um uh what what the heck are they called it's not a cake cutter it's it's a it's for cement like yeah it's for masonry work um i forget what the, what the technical term is but uh he pulls that out and then we don't see him actually cutting it we just see the hand doing it so i'm like I don't know if Al was on set or not for half of these scenes <laughs> or if they just went back and did some pickups. <laughs> I, you know, with as goofy as his character is becoming these last few episodes, I wonder if they already got word that they're not being renewed. So he's just having fun while he can. Maybe. Yeah. But because yeah, another he gives scene the first... that happens too later that I'll bring up too. Okay. Uh, he gives the first piece that he cut to Eddie, who is delighted to have it when the sparkler on top, uh, like the prop sputters and it causes Butch Patrick to flinch. Yeah. <laughs> Granted. Ow. I, I mean, I'd be worried that the whole set's going to burn down every day. <laughs> there. Now, I didn't do because, the because con- you've seen the original Adams family show did they do a lot of things like this in that show you know I was watching them both together for a bit until we hit about the midway point of uh, season one of Munsters and then I did I ran out of time I wasn't able to so right they may have later on but not in the ones I saw okay I was just curious yeah I'm gonna go back I've actually in my iTunes playlist because Yes, I know. Apple, not a great company, but the, it's so convenient. Uh, <laughs> Shh, we're on Apple iTunes. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, they know what they are. Uh, <laughs> so you can create like playlists and have it mm. shared from your iTunes uh, on your computer to your Apple TV. So I have it that way. So it's a, I have everything from uh, 65 right now. I even un. Uh, redid the monsters to watch that with them to see if there's any parallels mm-hmm. also i just really love this show yeah okay so anyway sorry yeah, I didn't, i'll, I'll I see didn't i'll, I'll give you an update you. If i was I've just curious it. if uh if they had any things like that going on on there so yeah i i'm not i can't say for sure okay 
Right. Uh, also, there's going to be a lot of money amounts in this episode. Uh, I didn't do any conversion Oof. because there's just a lot. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. A man reads Herman's license as the woman who hit him explains how he just vanished without a trace after the incident, apparently leaving his wallet. Uh, she fears he messed. Uh... What? Oh. Yeah, she's afraid that he is messed up. Okay. Because uh he ripped up the lights. <laughs> yeah. In out of his craziness. And she's like, uh look, he's going to take 20,000 from us uh just for what she did to his face alone. She's sure of it. And 20,000 is $182,886 to today's standards. Whew. Yeah, there's these are oh, compassionate shit. little rich folks here. Yeah. Uh her husband's like, nah, we'll offer him 10000 and uh, not to go to court. Wait a minute. And she's like, well, are you sure that he'll take it? And he responds, what? We convinced your mother to move to Alaska for only 8000 Yeah. And the 100 or 10000 is $91,454. Damn. All right. I told you the Munsters be making bank when they do stupid shit. Yeah. Well, we'll try to. We'll get anyways. to what happens. Yeah. But- um, so the Raven announces that the mail arrived and Herman goes to, uh, or goes up to him and says, give it here and stop stealing from the mailman. So the Raven responds with never more as Herman takes the letters out of his little yeah. birdhouse. <laughs> it's like, oh, goody. Uh, you know, never more is back. My favorite. Got to get one more of those before the show ends. Uh, <laughs> He begins reading the letter and the raven lands on his shoulder, which is cool because we never really see him interacting with the family all that yeah, much. He he's usually just a stupid puppet inside of the um the clock, but this yeah, he's time a wise ass. Yeah, but this time like you actually saw him interact and and do something outside of the clock, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he reads it. It's a settlement of ten thousand. Everyone, including the raven, thinks it's for him to pay, not receive. Herman freaks out, bangs his head on the wall like, like he did uh, when I forget last time he did this. But, yeah, you know, it's what he does when he's stressed. Apparently, he, he did it when uh, Johan was out with uh, Lily. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When another man was with his wife. Yep. <laughs> uh, Herman says uh, if he had a gun, he would shoot himself. And the Raven produces one from its clock, drops it, causing it to go off. Lily and Herman duck from the sound of gunfire. <laughs> Herman beats his chest and roars in response, and the raven gives him a raspberry. Again. It's the weirdest reaction or interaction between these two we've seen this entire show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, <laughs> it's Johan. This this is not Herman here. <laughs> uh, so... Herman thinks about retaliating against the bird again after the raspberry, but decides against it, especially after he notices Lily glaring at him. Yeah. Uh, It's nice that we finally got some kind of interaction between the bird and the family. Yeah, there there hasn't been much, um, but he was still uncredited. So yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I'm sorry. <laughs> but, 69 episodes and Matt LeBlanc can't be named once. 
Not Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. That's LeBlanc. the guy from Friends. <laughs> jo- uh, Joey, no. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> Mel Blanc. <laughs> How you doing? Boy, it's three o'clock. If you did not believe by now, after thirty-eight episodes, that I'm bad with names, can you believe it now? Oh. So three days have passed, and the rich a holes haven't heard a response from the monsters yet. Yeah. Uh, the wife is getting nervous, and the husband says the lawyer's going to deal with them in person. Relax. It, it was nice too because it's kind of like, look, your money isn't gonna buy you out of this issue (laughs) and that's what their problem was was they were worried that their money couldn't get them out of the problem that they were in or they thought they were in so we got lily making the story (laughs) lily's making food again uh eddie's polishing spot scales spot really enjoys this uh they make note of that we've i think we've made note of that before too have we i don't know i believe so uh, yeah. He asks why uh, his dad had to go to work on a Saturday, and Lily says that they want to add a new wing, and Herman is in charge of getting the estimate. Yeah. Uh, Gateman is totally using him for imita- imitation during this. I know, like, there's no other explanation. Well, <laughs> there, also, she she points out um, that they the the building or the place that cannot hold the capacity of work that is coming in too. So like people are just dropping like flies in uh, mockingbird heights. Um, apparently. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah. And Maryland's been out doing some succubus stuff. So, I mean, yeah, well, alleged, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> also, we'll find out some stuff about spot next week. That's uh, a bit disturbing, but <laughs> So they hear someone banging on the front door and she sends Eddie to see who it is. Eddie opens it for the lawyer. For the lawyer. Uh, He comments on Eddie's clothes and Eddie responds with, it's the only suit he has. So I'm like, is that really the only piece of clothing he has or is he saying that he only has things that look like that? Yeah, I think it... it Kind of like the Peter Griffin thing or, or any, you know animation thing that's all they have in their wardrobe i don't think that would be the only piece of clothing they have or is it a comment from the production crew how they never gave like everyone else has worn a different costume at least once eddie has not (laughs) yeah he did he wore like a baseball uniform once oh well okay yeah i guess and he's worn like different he's worn the same looking outfit but with a few different adjustments i will say that Mm. uh lily is the one who's worn the least amount i would say she's always in the same thing except for when they go to the beach i think her costume has changed a couple times i was thinking fred might be the one who's worn the least amount of costumes well yeah but he also dresses you know charlie and johan and every other freaking time somebody yeah because then he was in the the ssr and all that crap too remember when grandpa pretended to be a brazilian guy interested in his daughter yeah (laughs) do we think do we do we see that in um rob zombies movie (laughs) i hope not let's just forget that ever happened even though i just brought it up so he only did that to get herman's memory back by the way it was still creepy it was creepy I like the time he how far pretended he to be a it? woman and was in the Herman. Uh, 
or that he was a horse and wanted Herman to ride him. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> oh boy, we have seen some shit. Uh, Eddie <laughs> invites him in, uh, invites the lawyer in and shows him to the couch. Uh, the man sits down and it falls apart on him. Eddie apologizes that that happens all the time. Uh, do they just repair the broken couch every time? I think so. I think so. Because it's the same couch. How are they finding 500 different couches, you know? And who's and repairing it, the couch? Yeah, it's, I guess. That's the thing. Uh, the lawyer goes over to the organ and hits a key, which it then shoots out dust. <laughs> and I could see. what Like at this point, I realize what's happening. He thinks they're a poor family as yeah. Lily rushes out uh, still in her cleaning getup and apologizes for her appearance. Uh, she's uh, making cure curry, curry lizard, lizard casserole. casserole. Yeah. yeah, which is a mess. How do you get that as, timed with me perfectly? But you can't do the. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, the lawyer thinks uh, they're very much hard up for cash. Because uh, he's like, you're eating lizard. Yeah. Like you, you, you're purposefully eating lizard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the lawyer asks about where Herman is, and uh, instead of saying he's at work, she's saying he's getting an estimate down at the mortuary. <laughs> he freaks out at this news. Yeah. Uh, the, the mortuary. Well, yeah, yeah, you can never be too sure. <laughs> like, yeah, she's it's it's wise to be prepared for any eventuality. Yeah. Which. Why are you saying this to him? First off, that has nothing to do with him getting an estimate, but also. Well, yeah, you got to be prepared I to think have the space trying to uh, pimp out Gateman's uh, work because they're like, oh, yeah, if he goes there and gets something, they'll get a sale. <laughs> mm. Also. Um, not a bad idea, people. Just to let you know, uh, it's like not anything anyone wants to think about. But I've seen what happens when you're not prepared with my grandparents, and it is a mess. So, back to the show. Nice thing uh, is, nice thing is, I don't have to worry about it once I'm dead. <laughs> well, that's the problem. You pass it on to other people. That's their <laughs> issue, then. <laughs> it it's a big one. Uh. So, yeah, he thinks that Herman's dying. Uh, Grandpa comes in and the lawyer asks if they for some reason he asked this to Grandpa and not Lily. But, you know, 60s, you know, sexism. But yeah, yeah. The, he's like, did you get a chance to go over the letter with your uh, son in law? <laughs> the gra- Grandpa just smiles at him. Goes, we certainly did. And the lawyer asks, what do you think about the ten thousand dollar settlement? He's still smiling. He's like, not a chance. <laughs> Yeah, this is another scene, too, where I felt that Al just picked it up later because of the way they shot it. They would do Lily stuff and then they'd shoot back over to him. I, it wasn't how I, they would I normally feel shot like it. Grandpa's got some stuff going on in the background of this episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. she's like, he's holding a bag and he's, what is that? He goes, it's moldy bread from the kitchen. I'm going to make some penicillin. Lawyer's <laughs> like, he's making his own penicillin? <laughs> Can we get like Daniel Roebuck to do like, you know, between the episodes of what grandpa's doing? <laughs> oh, that would be great for DVD extras. Just like film some shorts of him in between episodes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would. I'm sure it's already set in stone, though. It's out next month. Damn it. <laughs> what did grandpa contact Rob do? Zombie at once? <laughs> <laughs> 
at him. Uh, uh, also, if you want to, you can at Rob Zombie and say, hey, join the Munster cast because we would love to talk with him about the Munsters. Oh, yeah, we would. Anyways, moving forward. Uh, let's see. Lily asks uh, if he can let himself out as she has to get back to dinner. He's like, uh, OK, can I use the phone? She's like, yeah, it's right here. So he recounts everything that he's seen is like, these people are going to take a hundred thousand from you if this goes to court. Uh, so whatever offer you gave them, you need to double it now. So go back to the 20,000 you were afraid of losing. So right. Yeah. The phone decides to start closing with him in it and he gets stuck in the wall and we never see anyone let him back out. <laughs> He's like, wait, no, what's happening? What's happening? And then the music that the the under music that's playing is perfect because it's like from one of the old horror movies and shit. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. Um <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, he did mention like, you know, like I, I don't the the hundred thousand dollars. That they would yeah. they would try and get like a hundred grand. They could easily get a hundred grand from the jury. Um yeah. and uh that is nine hundred and fourteen thousand four hundred and thirty-two dollars today, so almost a million bucks. Dang. Monsters, you take these people to court. <laughs> yeah. So grandpa walks into the kitchen and asks Marilyn where everyone else is. Uh she tells him they uh they got a new letter from the lawyer and they all ran off. Uh Grandpa sits down to read his now uh, the now doubled offer and gets furious, thinking they want them to pay that much still. Billy went to beg for mercy from the lady who hit Herman. Meanwhile, Herman is hiding in the closet in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa misses the old country. <laughs> Back to another closet scene. Uh, so we got Lily talking with the woman as uh, she explains this is a settlement for you guys. And he's like, oh, well, all right, we'll just take a dollar seventy five to get the suit cleaned. Yeah. And the rich witch happily agrees. There should be there should be guidelines against this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lily goes to tell Herman the good news, but the door is locked. So grandpa's like, I got it. Key finger again. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he unlocks the room of the door, which I'm glad they brought that back up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to ever see that again. Uh, they find a sheet rope out the balcony saying at the end of it, it says he ran away like a rotten coward. So the whole episode suddenly changes to where did Herman go? Yeah. Uh, we see a shot of Herman looking at ads in the newspaper. The first one is a steel mill. Steel mill. Steel uh, mill. Yeah. Uh, the foreman asks Herman if he could lift the stack of steel uh, ingots. Yeah, yeah. Beams. Which weigh 300 pounds each. Herman picks them all up. He's like, oh, I, and the I guy is, them all. Yeah. He's impressed that Herman could just lift it with his hands. And Herman probably had the job if... When the guy told Herman to put it down, Herman didn't drop it through the floor. He didn't just drop it. He just like, <laughs> boom, <laughs> just threw his shit, basically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the foreman is pissed. Like, get the hell out of get here. Get out. Get out. I would have made him clean it up first. Right? <laughs> Who's going to clean that shit up now? Yeah, now you got to get regular people to lift all of those individually. Hey, hey, uh, hey. Herman is a regular person. Thank you very much. He's more of a regular person than we are. <laughs> 
he's got the strength that neither of us can do together. So there's lots of people out in the world that have this, that same strength. <laughs> that can lift a whole pallet of 300 pounds. Who each, knows, uh, Tivis? The world is no, a very I, big no, There's place. a very clear knowledge of this. There's a very big p- world. <laughs> Personality-wise, he's normal. Strength-wise, frickin' Superman. Uh, so he then uh, oh, tries Superman to be an actor. Herman. Oh, that would be perfect. He then goes to be an actor, and it turns out he's playing a clown at a circus where people are throwing stuff to hit him in the face. Yep. Yeah, a guy comes up and throws it at him hard. It bounces back off the wall, destroying some stuff. So he throws another one, knocks out the guy running the the carny game. Yeah, throws a third one and it knocks him out. Herman busts through the wall and is like, "Ooh, uh, I should probably check on these guys." (laughs) Yeah, he just takes a bunch of random jobs and then um, we go back to the house. The house where they're trying to find him, the ball. Crystal ball. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are you are you reacting to my voice? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just. I don't know what to say to that. I gotta have fun, man. (laughs) I lost my place now. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, he keeps uh, grandpa's like, look, I keep picking up reruns of Molly Goldberg from Tel Aviv. Mm. Are you familiar with Molly Goldberg? No, neither am I. I didn't look it up. (laughs) I meant to. I forgot. Uh, He finally finds Herman. He's at the Foreign Legion Recruitment Center. Grandpa says, uh. He will get him with his super heterodyne transistorized divining rod, which the divining rod is back. Mm-hmm. Did not expect to see that either. The divining wow. rod. <laughs> it's from when, uh, if no one remembers, it's from when they were looking for the Martians that turned out to be children playing. Um, which didn't it find bunch of water first yeah, yeah just a bunch of water yeah yeah if you remember they found a sewer grate they opened it up and someone splashed herman with water from the sewer was it uncle uh, gilbert i don't know but grandpa does have a friend down there yeah because when he went missing they opened it up and someone spoke to him because they were looking for him there's a lot of weird people in this town <laughs> uh so she asked if she if uh, Grandpa set the uh, the divining rod to the Foreign Legion, and he goes, "No, I set it to Knothead." Oh, oh, Tivis. Then we got a what? Nothing. We got a quick uh, shot of the breakfast table where Eddie asks where his mom and Grandpa are. You know they've been missing for two days, and Marilyn's like, "Look, they'll be back soon. They're fine." <laughs> Shut up, eat your breakfast, kid. <laughs> She is not happy to be playing babysitter. No, no, she's not. Herman's about to get executed by the firing squad for desertion. <laughs> yeah, this thing is pretty funny. Um, he becomes a traitor. It, it wasn't a desertion necessarily as much as like, 
well, I guess they, they considered desertion. He didn't want to fire. He, he had lack of firing, um, defense, and he wouldn't basically, he just wouldn't do what he was told basically. Yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't kill anybody. Uh, so they so, marked him as a traitor. So yeah, he's put in front of a firing squad. Um, and when they go to blind him, the guy can't reach Herman's head. So Herman nicely bends down yeah. for him. And he's like, Hey, do you want a, a you know, a Final smoke? cigarette? <laughs> um, which at that time I still think, and it's French. They, they fucked up. Sorry, because uh, they would have said the other term for cigarette at that point in time. Yeah. Especially French. So. Which is derogatory here in America. But. Yeah. Except uh, if you say, I want to smoke, uh, and then it gets really weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some terms that get kind of loaded when you take them from overseas to here. Yeah. But also when you go from here overseas. So, yeah. uh,. Lily like rushes in to stop them by throwing herself in front of Herman. Yeah. Yeah. She just like runs in through. And 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 when they did this shot of her like running down through there, I was like, oh, it's a Star Trek set because it looked like a Star (laughs) Trek set that she was running on. It very well could be. It most likely was at that time. Herman or uh, Grandpa comes up with his divining rod and starts like sword fighting the people with guns. Yeah. And the director yells, cut. They ruined his movie. <laughs> Not the, the shot, the movie, because remember, this is film. You, It costs money to waste film. They didn't get like 500 takes. Like you wouldn't have Jackie Chan's outtake stuff everywhere. Yeah, the bloopers. The bloopers. From Rush Hour. Be like, nope, you're fired, my man. Sorry. We can't waste a million dollars worth of film on you. <laughs> <laughs> so they promptly fire Herman and yep. Lily tells him the good news that they don't owe any money. Then they try to leave and Herman's like, I want to finish my cigarette. So it's got she a few grabs good him. puffs left on it is the way he says. Yeah. So she just grabs him and yanks him and he's like waving to the production crew as he leaves. And it's, it's kind of like a, during the fade out. So you, it's hard to see, but it's a nice little touch because, you know, Herman's just such a nice guy. Yeah. Now we're back at home. They finally fully explain to him what happened because you always have to wait till you're in the next location, even though you travel for hours. <laughs> But did they know, like, where was he? That's a good question. Who knows? Because they were they live in California, so they could have just been on a set in Hollywood. Could have been, yeah. No, that's that's what I uh, thought it was, because I didn't think they were actually like overseas or anything like that. But you uh, think that I don't know. The set would have been a little bit more. The set would have been a little bit more closed. For them to run onto it like that. <laughs> but yeah. Uh well, they may have scared away all the security people. <laughs> yeah. Or they flew in as bats. Could be. They are Draculas. Um I love the fact that I could say that and it makes sense in this context, and I'm not just <laughs> doing it to annoy people. <laughs> but uh Herman's like, why did they think I was disfigured? And Lily's like, I this is why I tell you to always shave before you leave the house. <laughs> like oh that's me <laughs> yeah 
Uh, Eddie asked how many jobs he had while he was on the run. So he lists the ones we saw, as well as a night watchman at the county morgue. Grandpa asked if they saw anyone that they knew. And Herman goes, ah, I wasn't around long enough. Every time I took a nap, they put me in the icebox. <laughs> Marilyn's just happy he's home. Lily shows him a gift to celebrate him coming home and uh, promote family unity. It's mm-hmm. the crossing light that Herman destroyed. Uh, Herman asks how this will help the family. She <laughs> wants to put it outside. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go on. Go on. You can say it. Oh, uh, she wants to put it outside the bathroom because it's practically a necessity. In a house with only one bathroom. Yeah. I call you think with as large as that house yeah. is, they should have two. Yeah, at least like a bathroom and then like a quarter bath or whatever, just with the toilet in it. Yeah. At least one of those. Most of those houses uh, did have that, like the toilet in a different room. Yeah. Or another but, uh, toilet, uh, I mean. Herman and Lily laugh and we fade out to the outro. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Thoughts? Um. Wait, did you ever see this, say the scene you had a problem with? Yeah, it was the other scene where Grandpa's uh, holding the bag of uh, stuff right before he goes down to the dungeon and the lawyer's in there. Yeah. Yeah. It it just seemed like that was shot separately as well, too. Like, you know, Fred came or Al came on another day and shot all of his stuff (laughs) separately. I know, man. It's Fred. And it's funny, too, because I've written two articles about Al in the last week or two. So (laughs) you think I just have him are very good. And you should check out on our website, by the way. Um, They're not good. They're just informative. (laughs) I think they're good. Uh, I'm trying to write articles like most article sites do. So it's just slock. Just like, oh, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were saying what you thought about the episode. Uh, For the episode, I I enjoyed it, man. It was. um, I like the first one we watched better than this one, but this did have its moments. Like the grandpa stuff does seem weird in this episode to me. He was up to something. There was something he had going on in the background. Yeah. And I would love to know what that is. So, like I said, Mr. Roebuck go through and do like all the in-between episodes stuff from Al Lewis days. <laughs> I would, I would love to do that with him. If I could get like a budget to do like a bunch of fan films for that. That'd be awesome. Oh, I'm sure he would love to do it too. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode, man. It was, uh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I like the the uh, twist because you think that Herman's actually going to get shot on on a firing squad. Like I did not yeah. see that twist coming of no, it being I didn't a either. film set. I thought so. he was literally going to get executed by the firing squad. Yeah. So th- so that was pretty cool uh to see to see that. Although the director sung- didn't call cut until like Grandpa showed up. So <laughs> like we can make this work. Uh We'll just shoot yeah. them all. Shoot them all. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he could be so nice that he's against violence now after he was because remember when he was in the military, he was a plane spotter, not actually on the front line. Mm-hmm. So or no, wait, that was Lily's job, wasn't it? That was Lily. Yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. Uh, I, I like this one, too. Uh, 
I agree with you. The first one is definitely uh, a lot more entertaining, but both of these together is a good watch. Like, yeah. This is another like this show is ending on such a good note because we've had, I believe, the like the last three weeks in a row. It's just been two good episodes paired together. repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. And, and you get to see a little bit more. Um, I want to say more acting from some of the characters, but you do get more from the, the actors. I felt like episodes. we got a lot more from Marilyn, specifically these two episodes. These two episodes. Yeah. I thought last week we had especially more from with the Marilyn. hiccup one because she was involved a lot with that. And normally she's just in the background or leaves partway through. Was she, though, involved in the hiccup one? Oh, she was complaining pretty loudly. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a few good ones with Marilyn over these last like 10 episodes or so. As we transition into monsters today, you know, once we get through the movies, and other stuff we're going to do in between. Mm-hmm. But I hope Marilyn gets more to do in that show. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing how she progresses in the movies, too, because only yeah. two of these movies um, take place with this cast. Only yes. one of these movies takes place with, <laughs> with this actress. None. No, no. None of the movies take no? place. I thought with she Pat was Priest. in the first one, at least. Nope. They recast Pat Priest, said she was too old, so they recast her, which is stupid because the movie came out the same year the show ended. <sighs> Anyways, um, but the first movie replaces Marilyn, so if, even if they do more with Marilyn in that film, like, I haven't seen it. I, I'll be honest. I have not seen those movies. Um, I watched the trailer for it. And so you have Marilyn in there. I think it's Debbie Watson plays uh, plays Marilyn in that film. Uh, and then you have Butch Patrick replay reprises his role. But then the second film with this cast, Butch Patrick is even replaced because he was yeah. too old. It was the seventies by then sometime like mid seventies. I want to say, um, so I, I feel that the film never happened f- to Eddie. Right. I feel the films are probably focused more on, you know, grandpa and, uh, our uh, watch fucking hell <laughs> today is not my day with names grandpa and herman welcome to my everyday and lily most likely um so yeah i i'm really interested to see the films uh as we progress into that like we said we have one more episode guys uh the season finale of the monsters and tivis do you want to say the name of that right now well do you want me to do the trivia first oh yeah do the trivia do the trivia. All right. Uh, the car that hits Herman is a Triumph Spitfire for anyone who is in the cars. Uh, Spitfire. There is actually a Transylvania County in North Carolina where a biweekly paper, the Transylvania Times, has been published since 1931. Mm-hmm. And Mockingbird Heights is misspelled on Herman's license. Uh, it's missing the E. Okay. Well, also to remember, uh, Transylvania University is in Kentucky. I drove yep. by it. <laughs> yes, you did. I don't know if I got pictures of their sign, but yeah. Um, is that it for tri- or trivia? Yep. Awesome, man. And uh, the finale next week is Visit from the Teacher. A Visit from the Teacher. So that's the finale for the original series, guys, that we'll be talking about next week. Um, as long as nothing 
gets discombobulated in our lives this week as it had. Yeah. Shout out to Mike here. He has had one hell of a week and he managed to make it and get this out to all of you and just shout out to him in general, the fucking website, all this extra stuff we got going on. Like this show is created by him, so he deserves all the praise and all the hate. (laughs) Oh shit. Um, yeah, no. And, and a shout out to Tivis too, because he does a lot of the, like the trivia and shit like that. The research stuff that he, that you guys get from us. Um, no, but it's, it's something, man. It helps make the show a little bit more than just us talking about, Oh, this is what happened. This is what happened. And this was what happened. <laughs> uh, and it, it's been, uh, it's been fun, man. It's been fun. We are, uh, you know, finishing up next week. And we'll talk more next week uh, about our feelings of the entire show and everything. Mm-hmm. And you guys, the fans who have been with us since the beginning of yeah. these. If you want to be part of the show, send us your thoughts on the original show in general as a whole. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have time because we're only talking about one episode. So, yeah, yeah. we'll share it. Message our uh, hit that uh, microphone button on the monstercast.com. And uh, leave us a voicemail on there. You literally don't have to do anything but like talk into your phone mic and just say something to us. And, you know, let us know your thoughts on this. Like Tiva said, the original series. And um, if it's in on time, I'll put it into the finale episode that we're going to do next week, guys. Um, Again, it's not the finale of the podcast, but it's the finale episode of season two for the Munsters. Show. The original monsters. Um, we are going to do a season two finale for the podcast, if that makes sense. Uh, where we're gonna have I told you to drop that terminology. I'm not gonna drop it. I'm not gonna drop it. <laughs> You're gonna confuse people. Um, well, the podcast, we're gonna do the finale here next week, and then the following week we're going to show. do of the show, of the original show. And this then, is why it's confusing. And then we're going to do an episode after that, which will be another finale for the podcast season two, because Tivis doesn't like me naming these as season twos, but it's going to be a lot easier for when I break shit down uh, for me to go back and find this stuff easier. Um, that could be internal, though. No, because it's breaking down on iTunes for everybody, too. All right. It, it separates it into seasons. Um, if any listener out there is confused by this, um, know that I completely understand. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be doing an episode there. Um, we're going to have another guest on. Um, I think Austin Mosier is signed up to be a guest on that episode with us where we'll talk about um, the mini monsters, uh, the animated uh, short f- animated thing from the 70s that they did. Uh, we were going to save that to do with the movies, but I figured it would be the best way to close up all of this because Al Lewis does repri- reprise his role as grandpa in there as well. So anything else to this? Nothing from me. Nothing from you. All right. Uh, just general thank you to everyone listening. Yes. Thank you guys. Um, and uh, with that said, oh, don't forget to email us at themonstercast.outlook.com. Find us on all social medias at themonstercast and check out the monstercast. Wait, 
Check out themonstercast.com. Email us at themonstercast you at your own website. Email us at themonstercast at outlook.com. There we go. <laughs> this is oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. With that said, guys, thank you very much. And we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.